we starting it. Hold on. All right. Good evening, everybody. My name is Nick. This is Cover Four with the guys. I got the hosts with me. Uh, I got Marquise. How you feeling tonight? Doing good, bro. You know, I'm ready to get this started. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for asking. Terrence, how you doing tonight? I know you're a little hot right now. Literally. Good, <laughs> first week of first week of football, you know, in the bag, feeling good. All right. That's what I like to hear. You know, uh, it's uh first first week of the season. You know, we had a lot going on. Uh, but you know, first and foremost, I want to congratulate Marshawn Lattimore getting to the bag. You know, after the first game of the season, this man got a five-year extension, $97 million with $68 million guaranteed. So, uh, you know, huge money, most guaranteed money for a cornerback in league history. Uh, Terrence, what do you think about that? Man, I mean, the man getting paid. I mean, <laughs> more, you know, I'm happy for him, happy he, he's, you know, securing the bag, you know, for him and his family. Yep. Uh, I mean, I hope he plays well. I hope he lives up to the contract because, um, I mean, honestly, so far, the only time this man really turned up is against Mike Evans. So. <laughs> hey, but hey. in that division, that's what matters, right? Ever since Mike Evans pushed that man, <laughs> every time he played this man, he played lights out. Like yeah. I'm saying, but he need to play lights out. Like Regardless, I'm the number yeah. one guy every time, every, no matter whoever we play against. Yeah, I'm shutting down your number one receiver, or I'm following the whole game. It's going to yeah. be a tough matchup. Game. But that needs to be his mindset. It's it's nice though, because in that defense, he ain't got to follow him. Like he followed Mike Evans because it's personal. But that whole <laughs> that whole that whole secondary is really good all together, yeah. like as a unit. So I feel like you know, just having a, a number one corner like him with that unit, it, they work pretty well. They work really well, honestly. I mean, if I, I ain't gonna lie, if I'm paying you that kind of money and you supposed to be like a top cornerback in the league, a shutdown type of guy, I want you following number one. Whoever number one is, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like we don't need to worry about it. We know who's guarding him. Everybody <laughs> going to get into the game, we know. Marshawn it's crazy because he's not better than I can name four corners right now. He ain't better than like yeah. he not better than Ramsey. He ain't better than Marlon. He not better than Tradadius White. He not better than old boy on the pack. I can't think of shit name right now. Jared Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, he's not better than Alexander. So that's full right there. Yeah. No, yeah, I think he's he's definitely one of the better corners, but he's not the For best. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, I agree with Terrence, man. I mean, if you're gonna get paid that kind of money, I'm all about players getting paid. If you get paid, you know, this league the, does players dirty time and time again and tells them it's business and you know, we just move on.org and it's all good. But like, so I'm all about players getting paid. But I agree. It's gotta I mean, be consistent. From a scheme fit, I mean, if 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 I'm the other corners on that team and I uh I see you getting paid like that. And then you're like, hey, can you go get, uh, you know, can you go get Calvin Ridley? Can you go get Mike Evans? Can you get, you know, whoever? I'm like, man, fuck you. You got to go out there. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what G you're getting paid for. That's a fact, though. I mean, he got to be consistent, bro. Like, we know how he play against Mike Evans. And it's yeah. like, man, he a whole different player. So yeah. we need to see that whole different player every game. Gotta do like the, he, he's got to do the Bobby year. Boucher and uh, just imagine <laughs> that's who it is. Every time he stands up, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be uh, hey, not just twice a year, man. Yeah, yeah, not just twice a year. We need that every week. Yeah. All right. You know, the other tragedy and news of this of the league has been, you know, last year we said, all right, well, it was COVID. Everyone didn't get a proper training camp and all this. This is our first full season back. Everybody got everything. And it seems like there's been more injuries this year than ever before. You know, we saw Fitzy go down. Uh, the entire Ravens uh, running backs uh, core has gone down. They even tried to put a towel boy in there last week. He tore his Achilles. I mean, I don't know what's going on with everybody, but yeah, it's been, it seems like there's been more injuries this season up to week one than there has been in previous seasons, entire years. 
So, Keys, what do you think has been going on in the league? I think it's the adjustment. You know, last yeah. year they just started no training camps, kind of like right into it. Or training camp was condensed, no OTAs and stuff. Yeah. And then this year they get back to full form of that. So yeah. I think it's just not used to – it might sound like all those old school guys saying it, but I think they might have a point that, you know, they're not used to the hitting as much. They're not yeah. – you know, there's not that much contact. And it's strange, though, because some of these dudes getting hit – getting in, Some of these dudes getting injured with no contact. But yeah. I feel like for – the contact honestly, that's when you really do like tear your ACL stuff is non-contact. That's honestly yeah. What most yeah. So those ones that are getting injured with the non-contact, that's scary. You know, turf, the turf could be an issue, the grass, whatever. But I think like those old guys are kind of right in the sense that some of these injuries because these dudes aren't hidden. Yeah. yeah, a lot definitely for sure. I mean, I feel like they just gotta be putting time in as well, you know, just making sure their core muscles stand strong. Uh, for me, I just feel like, honestly, like the injury bug this year has been real. I feel like, honestly, that's why players try to secure the bag when they can, when they're playing well. And they're As they should, just, yeah. I mean, just look at, like you say, the Ravens' whole running back group right now. And, yeah. You know, they got guys, Latavius Murray coming in straight from the Saints playing week one. And then you got Devontae Freeman, Le- Le'Veon Bell now, you know. So it's like, you know, hopefully, you know, the injury bug slows down because, man, it's, it's been real so far. How do we think this can play out now that there's an extra regular season game and uh, extra playoff game? Honestly, I personally think we're going to see a, a lot more role players get more time. Yeah. Just for that reason, like a running back who might not see, you know, 10 carries a game, might get 10 carries a game, might get, you know, 10 carries, a couple targets. Receivers who might not see as much time, I feel like are going to get more playing time as well. I just feel like, you know, pretty much they're going to probably be utilizing as many players as they can just to try to conserve people. Cause like, if you look at it, like, you know, running backs is one of the shortest careers in the league. Yeah. So, you know, you look at guys like, you know, Z, Dallin Cook, you want those guys to be healthy, healthy down the stretch. So I feel like they're definitely going to, you know, utilize, you know, their role players in their second, you know, feature backs and stuff like that for sure. What do you think, Keith? What do you think about the extended season? Uh, have an effect on the, the current landscape with injuries. I mean, I definitely going to have an impact. Some dudes are going to, like Terrence said, they're going to get more opportunities. The injuries are all over the place. And you're all going to, I think you're going to see kind of like an NBA approach. They added a game. You're going to see vets take a game or two off yeah. even more now. Like they might oh, they take, might for sure. I yeah, them, them boys might take like three games where they don't play. Like somebody like, I'm talking like an established bet, like Tom, Aaron, like Russell. Once, you, once you've like, you've yeah, established you heard, the playoffs or something. Or not even a the playoffs. You maybe might have secured all your individual stats you wanted to hit or gotten an MVP, you know, because that's why players want to go out there a little bit extra, other than, the, you know, the obvious team goal. But so say you, like, you think they might sit out before securing the playoff spot? I mean, maybe no, 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 uh, no. a lower-level team, maybe. They're going to secure the playoff spot is what I'm saying. But say, like, you know, uh, say Tom's not in the MVP race this year, right? Yeah. And they already secured a playoff spot. Okay. That's, that's all I'm saying. I thought you were saying – because, you know, let's say, you know, it's week 13 or something and y'all have already won, you know, not including the, the bye week, but y'all have already won, you know, 10 games, you know, going into week 13. You know, you might start sitting out a couple games because that shit only like that only work in like two divisions. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, yeah, there's some divisions you can't. It's scary. You can't sit like that. You know, like yeah. that Niners division, yeah. you probably be like, oh, like, let's sit, you know, get healthy they might have a three-way tie for first, and you yeah. can't sit and get healthy because yeah. you might want home field advantage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
that's the lo- I guess that's the luxury of the NBA having so many games is that you can afford to take off more. That's a you know they keep talking and they're talking about maybe extending the league more and just cutting out the preseason. That I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I love don't get me wrong. I love more football, but I don't know how I feel about with all these injuries. I mean, but if you think about it realistically, I feel like the preseason is more for the younger guys to either get yeah. reps or try to make the team. You don't really see the vets. You might yeah. see them maybe get, oh, a drive, maybe, if that. But yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I, I mean, but at the same time, I don't know how it would be like, the, the scrim- to the season. Like, the scrimmages are – practice, yeah. Scrimmages are taking more of a precedence instead of the preseason, it seems, like the team scrimmages yeah. against each other, like yeah. other teams. I just feel like if you're going to wipe the preseason, expand the playoffs. Yeah. Don't Unless add no saying. more. Don't That's add no saying, more games yeah. for these boys. Like just you know, add another wild card round or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So moving on from that depressing conversation, uh, you know, football's back. So we had our first slew of games. You know, it's very very exciting week. A lot of crazy things happen. You know, a lot of nightmare situations happen. Um, but we opened on Thursday with uh, Tampa Bay versus uh america's team the cowboys you know it was, it was a pretty good game it was a sloppy game but it was, a, it was an entertaining game a lot closer than i'm sure a lot of people thought it was going to be you know uh tampa came out on top but uh you know dallas showed some promise um but what do you what do you think about uh how that game shook out terrence i mean honestly it went exactly the way i thought it was going to go i mean yeah. i predicted last week 31 27 it was what 31 29 so i yeah. feel like I feel like it was going to go that way for the simple fact that the Bucks DBs are going to be in hot water all season. Like mm-hmm. I knew, you know, their front seven, oh, they're legit. You, you're not running the ball. Just air it out. Because just like they did, I mean, that coming off an injury. 60 throws. Still <laughs> injured. Still injured. And yeah. just airing it out. But yeah. that's what you got to do to beat them. And I feel like I don't know how much you can do to slow down the offense, but you can definitely, you know, try to put up some – Points with them, slow them down the offense, hopefully a little bit. But I feel like the game, honestly, I feel like went the way I thought it was going to go. All right, Marquise, how did you feel about the game? Uh, like Terrence said, uh, you're not going to run the ball too well against them. And I don't think with Zeke, Zeke looked like he wasn't getting to the outside. But he looked in good shape, which was nice to see. But I don't He blocked know. a lot. He, he a lot yeah. of, he, he's a good blocker, pass protector. He's a, he's a great pass protector. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you have to run like stretch runs to beat them, you know, or catch them With off guard. Screens, yeah. With screens, yeah. I yeah. feel like that's how you'll blow up that like them stuff in the run so much, and then you can yeah. probably open it back up. But yeah, those corners are iffy for him. Uh, I think AB looked great. You know, he looked like he didn't lose a step. I feel like the issue that teams are going to see is you're going to have to pick who you want in that offense to beat you. Yeah. And the wrong answer is picking AB. If yeah. I'm picking somebody, I'm probably going to pick Mike Evans. I mean, they, Bruce Arians said that he looked like the AB from five years ago. That's what yeah. he said, like, a couple weeks ago, right before the game. So that's scary. If I'm picking, it got to be Mike Evans because Godwin, they they use Godwin like an Anquan Bolden or just like a an everything. He's utilizing uh, wide-out screens, bubble screens. They got him going across the middle, all types of stuff. So I, Godwin's going to have too high of a volume for you to really stop him. I feel like you probably throw Mike Evans off, but – it's just too many weapons. Yeah. Gronk looks in phenomenal shape. You know, he actually got an offseason where he didn't just come out of retirement to play. He, yeah. You can see he looks It's almost good. like, yeah, it looked like he warmed up last year, and now he's, like, really ready to ball out. Yeah, like, he's forming. Yeah. So, you you might see Gronk for two more, like, another year on top of this. And then, last but not least, Ronald Jones got put in the doghouse. So, Man, I don't expect – Somebody need to hit them up for a tight end. 
Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't, the Titans or somebody. Because they I got, they got three. Deep. I don't <laughs> expect I don't expect to see the Bucks run the ball that much, honestly. Ronald Jones yeah. fumbled. Leonard Fournette ain't looked that good. Well, it's that they announced today that he's going to be starting. So, I mean, Who, Lenny? No, no, no. Uh, Ronald Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but it's he's uh Bruce is real old school and like if you mess up like at the especially the running back position because he get the he get the wideouts like a little bit more freedom, but that's because that's how the offense and I don't get what what the deal is if he's feeling if he's feeling pressure he shouldn't feel any at all. I mean, you got like one of the best air attacks in the league, so like they're gonna be using you supplementary anyway. Like you really shouldn't feel any pressure. He fast too, (laughs) but um I, I don't know. I think my opinion on this. I actually, I can't even formulate, which obviously it's week one, you know, you can't make any aspersions too soon, but like half of me feels like they had the craziest because they played low key kind of trash. Like I know that the four uh, turnovers. Yeah. They played kind of trash. Like they clearly had Super Bowl hangover. I know that AB looked ridiculous. The wide receiver core tight ends all look great. And uh, you know, Tom looked great. That one interception was not on him. Um, I mean, honestly, if you want to be honest, if the, Cowboys would have capitalized, and Loki would have been a blowout. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the point I'm making is, so half of me feels like the the Tampa actually played terrible week one. They did, and it was just the fact that Dallas is so bad they were still able to win. But then on the back half of that, I feel maybe uh, you know Tampa is so good that they can afford to have an off game and still win. I don't know because who knows? Dallas looked amazing on offense, but is it really just because of how bad Tampa played? Like, I don't know. I don't think Tampa can afford that because remember you saw that you flashed back to yeah. that Green Bay game. Yeah, if, if they played like just, that versus yeah, that would have been. Yeah, you know, and honestly, people ain't talking about it. If old boy that picked the ball off at halftime, people don't realize his alignment or his linebacker got in the way. He was about to take that all yeah. the way. He only had to beat Tom and Jensen, and I yeah. like him against both of them. Yeah, like, yeah, he was gonna be out. <laughs> so you got to think he returns that. We're talking about a whole different ball game, but you know it yeah. ain't football. It ain't no what is. It's what happened, and mm-hmm. they won. That's what happened. They got a win on their probably their worst game that they're gonna have this year. So you know, kudos to really? them. Yeah. But speaking about quarterbacks in Tampa, uh, the the starter prior to Tom, you know, showed out a little bit. Uh, you know, Green Bay and uh, and the. Uh, the Saints had to show out, you know, that was a real close game, you know, just a 35 point difference and your man, uh, famous <laughs> Jameis back in full effect. The man had five touchdowns on 70% passing. Uh, he only had 148 yards, I believe. Um, you know, they, yeah. they, they kept, definitely kept him reeled in. They didn't want to see him, you know, turn into Jameis old, but you know, five touchdowns, no picks. And your debut as a starter for the Saints, I mean, that's a pretty freaking good comeback. Hey, listen, so, it's the surgery, man. It's the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a surgery. So, Keith, what do you think about uh, Jameis's comeback performance? Uh, I think he looked good. Uh, I got it pulled up on my phone. He was second in QBR. He was 92.5 QBR. Yeah. And then he has, he's leading the league with five touchdowns. Yeah. And I it's efficient. That's See, people only want this efficient thing to work when it's their quarterback or, yeah. like, when they can benefit off of it. Jameis just did what I've seen Lamar do in games. You know, he might not throw for a bunch of yards, yeah. but it was hella efficient. He made it and, count. Uh, and, you yeah. know, that's – I, you know, I, you know, I'm going to take every opportunity I can to, to rag at my quarterback. But, that like, all these filler stats, you know, Matt Ryan can throw for, like, 500 yards in the game and have one touchdown. I'd rather have someone who could put the ball in the end zone with 148 yards five times. So, yeah, exactly. I, I hear it. He was, like you said, efficiency yeah. in the right categories. So, I mean, right. if you're only throwing 20 passes and you got five touchdowns, I mean, that's ridiculous. They were so, lethal yeah. in the red zone. They didn't a quarter, miss a red zone opportunity. 
25% of the time he threw the ball, the ball went in the end zone. That's Crazy. nuts. Terrence, what do you think about his performance? I think he played well. I mean, honestly, for Jameis, if you think about it, it's never been a talent issue. It's just always yeah. been a stop turning the ball. A decision over. issue, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for him, you know, it's no coincidence that he threw for 30 touchdowns, but he then also threw for 30 interceptions. So, it's like, yeah. we knew, okay, if he can, let's say he took off, you know, 10, 15 of those interceptions and turned them into touchdowns or just – 10 or 15 of those interceptions were gone. It's, it's a whole different, yeah. you know, narrative on Jameis. So I feel like exactly. for him, like, he needed this, honestly, as well for himself because now, you know, he he left Tampa and now he sees how well they're doing as well. So for yeah. him to be doing well, I feel like it is, is really good for him. It's, it's very well uh, a confidence booster for him as well. I was say, I, mean, I feel like that's something he needed for sure. And hats off to Sean Payton because, I mean – Obviously, he was thinking, you know, no one really knew who the starter was going to be. It was sounding like up until the last week in the preseason, it might have been Taysom Hill as the starter. So, obviously, Sean Payton had something in mind, and he knew how to keep Jameis on somewhat of a short leash and, you know, hopefully just build that confidence back up and maybe he can let him run wild, you know, later down down the season. It's crazy because I feel like everybody was like, oh, put, you know, it's just, let this be Jameis' team, not yeah. Taysom Hill. Let him be yeah. the, you yeah. know – Swiss Army knife. <laughs> it made the most that, sense. That, that shit was so yeah. stupid. I'm so mad that it was even a fucking debate. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh my god. Taste Hill better than Tim Tebow though. So I'll give him hey. that. Yeah, There's a couple guys who's better than him. Um, a couple. So, <laughs> uh, next order of business, you know. So a lot of a lot of players had individual performances on their team, but. I don't know if anybody balled as hard as the trio in Arizona between Kyler Murray, D Hop, and Chandler Jones. I mean, if it's you scary. if they play like that all, you know, we were talking about them being like the worst team in the division. But if them three are gonna play like that every single week, Man. you know, there might be some serious problems coming out of Arizona soon. Uh Marquise, what do you think about that? Well, you alluded to it. The, that the badass trio. little kid. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my man's. I like him. A little badass little kid. He he saw him scrambling all over the place. He had a he had a day. He was uh 32 or 36, 289 yards. Look, and like I said, he didn't throw for a bunch of yards. People get caught up in the quarterbacks throwing for these chunk yards. Putting the ball in the end zone. Exactly. He had two tubs. He brought a tub in. He did throw one interception, but per attempt, he had nine yards. So Jit was really putting the ball. In the, the air, field, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and his QBR was 79.5, which is good. You know, uh, he for, for total touchdowns, he's at four. So that's good. D hop six reception off eight targets. I'm pretty sure he ain't dropped those two targets. He probably it was maybe a bad throw because Kyler was 32 or 36 throwaways. <laughs> yeah, it could have been throwaways, something like that. Chandler Jones is looking scary. He had t- Tyler, what is it, Lewan say sorry on Twitter because he, <laughs> he made a man so apologize on Twitter. That's how bro, how uh, he made this grown man. And I get it though, I'll get Tyler a pass because he came off an injury, a big injury. No, so I, which lineman was that that said, Oh, draft me if, if you don't want to get your quarterback hit? Wasn't that a Titans lineman? Uh, I don't I know. do not remember the tweet. You're right. You, oh, yeah, you, you might, you might name? got I me on that name right now. But he got he has six tackles, five sacks, two force fumbles. He was feasting. He can literally break the sack record just getting a couple sacks the rest of the season because yeah. he put up five in the opening. Yeah, so and we got I, an extra game this year. Yeah, 
Exactly. So you remember how we were talking about people sitting? He might yeah. play to get to the record because yeah. he already he's so close. I wish they would have traded him to the Ravens. Uh, yeah, it's crazy to think, you know, they were he was he was trying to get out of there. Uh, and now I know that Arizona is probably going to do anything they can to make him happy after a performance like that. And especially if he keeps it up all year. It's weird, like you were saying, because you got to think, it's Chandler, Buda Baker, and those two gadget players you were talking about, with Zayvon yeah. Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. And that shit looked formidable against the Titans, because we we all were big on the Titans. Like, I thought this was going to be a good game to watch, and it was not a good game to watch. <laughs> well, and the other thing I was going to say is, I think we kind of, in that same breath, though, we all knew that the offense for uh, – for the Cardinals is going to ball out because of how piss poor, you know, we all forgot about how terrible Tennessee's defense is because of everything they did in the offseason for that. Oh, offense. I didn't forget. I but, didn't, um, I've been calling it since the jump. Well, no, we, we all said it on last week's episode. We all said it last <laughs> week's episode. What I'm saying is like the, the media fans, a lot of people forgot about that, but I thought at least, you know, I didn't realize that their defense was going to be that ridiculous in Arizona. So, I mean, week one hey. can't overreact, but if they all can right, do that on a consistent basis, what's up? So, Cardinals definitely look legit. So, obviously, we know Chandler Jones went off. How much impact did J.J. Watt have on that? A big impact. To me, I think – I think any time that someone like that gets off that crazy, there's some kind of influence in the fact that – and I'm not – Chandler Jones deserves all the credit. We've been bagging J.J. We've been – But what I'm saying is is having to focus on someone like a J.J. definitely helps. Because you got to think – you got to pick who you're going to double. JJ ain't like I bet you JJ saying. JJ was probably getting doubled at nose tackle. I, I didn't watch that game, yeah. so if I had to figure Chandler's coming off the edge, JJ was probably inside, and they're like, "Well, damn, we can't let JJ just yeah. blow Tannehill up." Yeah. And they weren't accounting for Chandler because they didn't know, you know, him coming off the edge, he could drop back or he can go. Yeah. And I realistically, he gonna go, but it mm-hmm. could be to a point where there could be a game, you know, in the near future where Chandler Jones gets shut down and he doesn't have anything, but JJ goes off for like eight tackles, three sacks type deal. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. It's strength in numbers. That's why I think it's going now nowadays, you know, um, that's why I think that, you know, the Browns went after Javon Clowney because Miles Garrett is on the radar. Everyone knows you can't let that, let that man go one-on-one. So they both look good yeah. too. So I can't that. remember what player that was that said, draft me if you don't want to quarterback it. I remember Caleb Farley <laughs> said, uh, if your routes was like that, come holler at him. Well, listen, he, he, he talked about that since then, too. <laughs> he, did, yeah. he didn't get in much, but hop and nu- nuke let him know them routes was like that. And he didn't note, even have a crazy to, day. Uh, note to the, ro- to the rookies, uh, please do not say anything to the veterans, because I promise you they will come after your neck and you will have to pay. He going through the ringer. The the first. Yeah. Check check the uh, schedule before you talk all that trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit going through the ringer the first couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got digs next week, don't they? Yeah. So I mean, you're talking about yeah. You... No, no, no. <laughs> I think the Dolphins play the Titans. No, they play the uh, Bills. I think. I think Dolphins. the Dolphins play the Bills next. If I'm not mistaken. I'll check. I'll I'll confirm. But regardless, I think you see either Diggs or you see DK Metcalf next week. Yeah. Either one sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a bad night. <laughs> so then uh, we also had another new face in a new place. Uh, we had Matt Stafford got finally got out, of, got out of the shackles in Detroit. You know, he got he got into a, a better situation. He was out there in Los Angeles. You know, he kind of had a, uh, you know, a team that wasn't, you know, too, too uh, hyped up before the season. But, you know, he had a 
great game. I don't know if y'all saw that pass to Cooper Cup where it looked like uh, the entire was secondary wild. was napping. Yeah. Please <laughs> do not. Please do not say what Dan Olaski. Oh, I was. Said. Yo, oh, he stop. was saying like a blown. Wait, what are you saying? No, he said, he it said was Matt, not blown coverage. He said oh, Matthew Stafford looked them off, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said look he didn't off. look off three people in his own coverage, and even if he did, that is by definition still blown <laughs> coverage. Like, get out of here. That was the dumbest thing I ever saw in my life. Looking somebody was, off, yeah. Is, that is not, bro. I'm yeah, so that's glad. Not looking them off. I think Darius all. Butler, the former corner, like explained, like no. Yeah, he did. He went. He explained the whole thing. It was it the was. the safety and the nickel corner were supposed to be dropping back. He might have got the one safety the, by looking the, him off, but the, the other dude, dude was supposed to be chasing him. The dude in the slot that picked him up, it yeah. was supposed to, if he went, was supposed to go with him, and he did Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the one safety, the second of the safety dropped for the, the shoulder thing that Dan, Dan's talking about, the nickel was supposed to be covering his back and let him go, and that's how he got that wide open. Yeah. yeah the crazy thing is, I mean – we were, I feel like we all, all three of us were on the same train as far as on the Stafford hype train of him playing well this year with the Rams. And I yeah. mean, he's in the perfect position yeah. to do so. And I, I don't like know if he's he'd be in like the category of like comeback player of the year, but it feels like it could be almost like that. Or like, I know breakout isn't necessarily a thing because he's had great seasons. Yeah, he's had great like, years. <laughs> he could, he could be a dark horse for the MVP if they have a great year and, you know, this the uh you keep putting up these numbers because I mean numbers three hundred yards, three touchdowns. I mean and that offense works in his favor. Oh, sorry, I'm choking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. he definitely had a great day. I think he had, you know, he had 321 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 20 for 26 passing. I mean, that's 76.92 completion percent. Yeah. If you if you get that from your quarterback every week, I mean you're you're gonna get get something crazy out of, at the end of the year. So ooh, did y'all can I interrupt, Nick? Oh, I was about to move on to the next one. You're good. Oh, y'all remember what Eddie Jackson said about uh, – it was a big thing, Eddie Jackson, the safety for uh, the Bears. There's a video of him saying, everybody can tackle, make a play, and everybody is getting on him because he was missing tackles. <laughs> I, I want y'all to know what he meant by that is if you're going to go to make a big hit and you can make a play on the ball, he's saying make the play on the ball, which 100% makes sense. Yeah, it does. Bro, yeah. all right. I just need the casual people to understand exactly what he meant by that. Yeah. And yes, he looked awful trying to tackle people, but he meant if you can make a play on the ball, go for the damn ball because DBs is looking ridiculous not going for the ball. Absolutely. Yeah. So how about uh, the Chiefs? Fun fact: This was Pat Mahomes' tenth career. We, uh, you know, we hear all these crazy stats that this dude's dropped, and he's younger than all of us. Tenth career game of a comeback of ten or plus ten plus points in the second half. That is that is ridiculous. So, Jit ain't uh, lost in September yet. <laughs> you you know how crazy that is? Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about the baby goat. Like, he's literally been groomed unless – and I don't even like to put it out there in the universe, but unless it's like some crazy injury or something happens, like this man may go down as the goat, regardless of Super Bowls and what Tom Brady's done. I mean, at this age, I don't think any quarterback's yeah. done something this crazy. Terrence, what did you think about that uh, That comeback in the chiefs round? Man, the Chiefs let me – I mean, not the Chiefs, but the Browns. We all know I've been high on them this whole all season leading up to the season. It was a big let up, let down for them. Honestly, that's probably one of the biggest upsets. If we want to look at the game as a whole, because you know you're in command the whole you know of the game, and I feel like you just can't let the Chiefs smell any blood in the water because at the end yeah. of the day, we know their offense can like oh they've been playing bad the whole game, and then out of nowhere oh man they didn't put up thirty points. 
Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird <laughs> feeling because like the thing about it that makes it so impressive for Kansas City is Cleveland's got one of the best defenses in the NFL, like period. You know what I mean? Like they there's no weak, too. there's no weak weak spots, and they played almost perfect. But when you're playing someone like Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and them, like you can't take a single down off. And it was like it just felt like a domino effect where once Pat had that one from the goal line where he ran it in, it felt mm-hmm. like they, they pretty much were back in command at that point that they knew, all right, we got this dude. Like, it's a wrap. Keith, what do you think about that game? Uh, You know, the Browns defense did play pretty good, but they shot themselves in the foot. I got it right here. Let me pull it up. They let Kansas City go 9 of 13 on third down, which is wild, bro. You know, and Mahomes, yeah. you know, he's special. He – we know what he is, you know, my homeboy. Yeah, we know he the, brings to the table, yeah. That's the boy. Uh, I'm just going to bring this up. Baker did with a lot. He looked good for a while, and then he did. He reverted back to – The old Baker. Yeah, him and Lamar and Josh Allen all did it on th- Sunday and on uh, Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon Sharp alluded to it. Just they're so far along. It's year four. There's throws that you shouldn't be missing anymore, you know. Like, he, like quarterbacks miss throws. Don't get me wrong. But some shit should be automatic. Like uh, either it's a comeback route, a wheel route as a, the uh, running back coming out the back. Like there's just routes you shouldn't miss no more, especially being year four. Josh got paid. Baker going to get paid. Lamar going to get paid. You know, and Baker got to he got to learn how to take some snaps without play action. Yeah, man, Josh can't afford to have no slump here. Man just got paid. and He's going to go my hands, stink it up. Hey, no, but in his defense, like Baker, that Kansas, we know that Kansas City D ain't good, you know? Like yeah. Baker had his way with it for a while. And I don't even think I think Tyrone Matthew was out and Frank Clark yeah, was out. Yeah, he wasn't playing. Yeah. So yeah, you, so I mean you, you really should have won that game. You were gifted, and now this is the crazy part from you were gifted a perfect scenario to come out and because you ended the season so great last year, right? Like you were gifted the perfect scenario for yourself to really fall out because again, to the casual fan, all they're gonna see is all oh, the Chiefs are this great team, and they are a great team, but their weakness is clearly the defense, and you could have really balled out, you know, and kind of made a name for yourself and say, like, look, I went in a sh- I went in a shootout with Pat Mahomes and came out on top. Like that could have been a huge thing for you, and then the fact that you weren't able to just, you know, squeeze a little more in there to, uh, to add. I to mean, it. they had the momentum. All they had to do was, yeah. I it mean, it was a crucial keep pounding the ball, keep you know scoring. Honestly, was, keep yeah. putting up points. It was a crucial third down. Baker threw the ball up and threw an interception, yeah. and then uh, they went from there. He could have, you know, threw it away honestly and just punted the ball, or but he wanted to convert it, make something out of nothing. I kind of get it, but. You just I can't mean, you can't throw an interception in that situation, you know. But if you look at it, Keys too, like the Browns are a complete team. Like yeah. the Chiefs, we know like their defense is like, oh, it's not that good. So there's no reason for you to have as much talent as you do on the offensive end and the defensive end and not be able to get that off. Exactly. There's no reason for it, honestly. Yeah. All right. Um, another really, really good story uh from this week was you know, going into the uh, season, a lot of people were starting to get worried about that, that man, Joe, Joe Burrow, because we all know what the, the offensive line situation's like in Cincinnati and how they let him go out there and get murdered last year. He was a little tender on his knee and uh, in the uh, training camp this year, didn't look, didn't look too confident in himself. But yesterday, week one, when, when the, the lights got brightest, that man showed out. Uh, Keith, what did you think about Joe Burrow's uh, come out party yesterday? It looked good. I like Joey B a lot. I think yeah. he can be special. I think uh, 
the Bengals semi tried to do something with the defense, signing Trey Henderson from the Saints. Yep. But y'all need to get this man some protection because I think he's special. I actually like him. So yeah, I ain't trying to see no bullshit where he gets injured or something. And that, mind you, he played in the same division as my team, and I think he's like like that. So no, you know, yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he's nice. Yeah, he's legit. I just feel like, man, like after that, literally after beating the Vikings, that got to be like the one of the top upsets of the week. And it's like, yeah. how serious are the Bengals? Then? I mean, you yeah, because beating the Vikings week one, how seriously are? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're serious, like, to snag a playoff spot. But the thing, and I think the general consensus around everybody was that the Vikings were just going to be too much, too much firepower, you know, with both receivers, Dalvin Cook. Uh, there was going to be no way that the Bengals and Joe Burrow with the rookie receiver and then yeah. just talk, like, I don't know. I don't remember what my my uh, record prediction for them was. All I know is it was definitely less than five games. And if they can put up numbers like that, they could definitely get to five or more wins. Uh, again, I don't think – it's week one. We can't get too crazy about anything. But if they can play like that consistently against talent like the Vikings, who by no means is like one of the best teams in the NFL, but they're no dogs, you know what I mean? And uh, so I, I like what I saw from them, you know, both offensively and defensively. They seemed like they protected – Joe Burrow a lot better than they were last year, and he balled out. And yeah. shout out to Jamar Chase too. You know, a lot of the shit he's been getting. Yeah, time for him to move yeah. On from Kirk Cousins. <laughs> it's it's time for you to say sorry, to that man, big dog. Yeah. You got to tell him sorry. You yeah. not your Terrence. You better tell that man. And you know we'll, who I'm talking about. We'll we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. I got to hold you accountable on that. First of all, we can, we can get into that conversation. I didn't say, I just said his, his excuse was BS. And I stand by that still to this day. You I, crazy. I'm not crazy, bro. You, you can't we got, talk. We, we got we'll, go we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. When we, but anyway, all right. So um, moving on, <laughs> we're actually about to start talking with rookies. So we can, we can, we'll just start right there. So we're, we're about to start talking about rookies anyway. So, Jamar Chase, obviously no drops, you know, had a, had a good game. He got a little, he got a tub there, you know, he looked good. Um, so I'll get right into it. So the, the specific thing we're talking about. You should was, be like, I'm sorry. That's, that's getting right. Into it. <laughs> I dare, but, but, right, I dare you to pull it up and tell me where I said anything disrespectful about it. I said, did. didn't say anything. All I said was that excuse say, was BS. You thought it was funny. And I, te- and I told you like in the chat, when me and Terrence was talking about, that's a viable excuse. Mind you, Terrence, hold your hand up real quick. Yeah. Me and Terrence got big heads. Terrence is a little bit bigger than mine. Did I ever say he was wrong saying that the ball – did I ever say that the ball is not bigger? Did I ever say that? I never no, said that. No, but you said what I said you made is, it seem took... like his excuse was funny. I <laughs> was, it was hilarious. No, You're it's not in, funny. And a whole year off, like all he got, He took the year got... off to get healthy, mind you. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of those dudes that are banged up took the year off to get healthy. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. And I, I'm not saying that. that. And I thought that was great. That What I'm saying is you can't tell me – you, one, didn't know the ball was going to be bigger. You knew the ball was going to be bigger, okay? You can't tell me that every other wide receiver that came out didn't know the same thing that you knew and didn't practice with those balls. In my opinion, and I don't know the guy, obviously, my opinion is this. I think he felt a little bit of pressure from the media because people are like, dude, what's the deal? You were the number one receiver taken in the draft uh, or arguably one of the best receivers taken in the draft. What was the deal? Like, what's going on? And he was just looking for an excuse, and he just started throwing everything out there. Cause there's no way, there's no wait, way, here, bro. I, I, I got you. I'll, I'll blow it up. I mean, the fans. wait, Terrence, wait, wait, wait. You got glass. You wear the glasses, right, Terrence? Yeah, I just I got stigmatism. I ain't <laughs> so you gotta explain it. <laughs> when you, uh, when you played, did you wear your glasses or goggles, or did you go out there with no glasses? 
No, I literally just started wearing glasses a couple months ago. All right, bet. Was it hard to see the ball with the lights on the field when you would play? Not in college, no. Okay. When you went to the combine and the ball switched, was it different looking at the oh, ball? Oh, it's a difference. I'm not even going to cap to you. So the ball, the ball was bigger, like you said. Oh, it was bigger. And it yeah. was, was it harder to see because there weren't no white stripes on it? It's just like a – Okay, it, my honestly, question is – I'm not going to lie to you. My you get is, so used to playing with something for such a long you, you time. You won't think about it. You'll be like, oh, I can do it. switch. It is – I mean, with the ball being bigger and the ball just being one right. solid color. Let me does, say this like last it, it thing, and difference. I don't want to get interrupted. I want to know the answer to a couple questions here. One, why have okay. we never heard – why has this never been the excuse ever? I, I want to know one person who ever came out and said, damn, I keep dropping the ball. Because the ball was so much bigger. And don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Who has ever come out and said that? I understand the ball's bigger. I'm sure it is way harder to see with no white stripes in a dark night where there's the lights not, might not be as bright. I get all that. But Jamar Chase is making it sound like he's the only one who has ever had to deal with this difference. No, why I understand we, what you're saying. Why have we never heard this excuse from anybody else? That's my question. I'm pretty sure someone's definitely said something about it. I mean, they probably, him, I, I feel like nobody name, has name done what he has done. I'm saying did what he did. Nobody yeah. took a year off from playing college season and then get drafted straight into the NFL without previously playing in you know in the previous season. I feel like, but you know, he, but every, but this is my thing. Everyone was. I know that he took a year off of football to get healthy, but at a certain point, he definitely was training, bro. It wasn't like he just showed oh, he up was training to sure, camp sure. and preseason. And I promise you he was practicing with NFL balls because I don't think he has – he would ever be dumb enough to hire trainers who were out there throwing college balls to him to get him ready for the NFL. Like, I just think it's a BS excuse, and that's why it was funny to me. I'm I not think, saying that anything he said is incorrect. I get it is probably harder to see an NFL ball than a college ball. I understand that an NFL ball is bigger, but I think I mean, that's – But he, honestly – he probably said what a lot of people wanted to say. And I bet you if I look, there's probably people that said it, but they probably didn't like he just went in the death and said it at a time like where like people probably weren't expecting him to say that. It was just big because of where he got drafted. Let's be real. Yeah. Exactly. Where he got my, drafted. My honest opinion is I think he probably was just a little nervous in those preseason games. That's what I think. I think he just got a little nervous. He he did have a in terms of this, if he had said, Oh, my whole uh I took a whole year off from playing games because we know game experience is different than training. If you'd said, I don't have enough game experience like all these dudes who played all last year, I would have, that wouldn't have been funny to me. But just to sit here and act like he didn't train with NFL balls, like he wasn't, oh, I didn't realize that once we get in this game, it might be harder to see. Or once we get in this game, <laughs> like I just, I don't, I don't hear it. Bro. I mean, Devontae honestly, Smith didn't say it. Wow. You got to respect the borough, though. He, he, he did say his mask, don't be ready. Yeah, when, when the did. time came, Absolutely. and I mean, I'm glad he bought. I love the I wanted. I think they could be a crazy duo, and the fact that they get to play with each other and they play together in college—that's nuts. So Jim I want probably, to be He probably got small hands, though. To be honest, like no, like weird thing. He might have small hands. That's probably it. That's I what I I'm looking at his measurements. That's what I'm. That's what I'm betting on because I'm letting you know playing like with a different basketball or different football. Like you notice. Yeah, you yeah, definitely you, you like, do know Kawhi has the whole issue with shooting the ball for a while because his hands are too damn too big. big. Yeah, that's yeah, what Shaq's you know, problem was. His hands were too big. You can't grip yeah. the ball. So just imagine, like, I couldn't imagine like me grabbing the ball and not being able to grip it. Yeah. So like, and Terrence could probably say the same thing, like, and not actually being able to get my whole hand around the ball. So his mm -hmm. hand might be smaller where he probably can't yeah. full on grip the ball. Yeah. So, but he's but he looked good. I will probably. say this for anybody who had it twisted and thought that I was disrespecting 
Jamar Chase. I apologize if that's how it came out because I do just think, been a confidence thing. I yeah. do think they. That's all I think it is. I think in genuine serious, he just was like, you know, people, he was tired of people asking him, you know, why you keep dropping the ball, and he was just like, watch week one, and he showed out. So, you know, he did his thing. I hope yeah. he's got a lot of success to come. Um. So what else do we think? So moving on from Jamar Chase. So what do we think about the three quarterbacks that started? Obviously, going into this draft, the quarterbacks was the biggest thing of this draft, right? There were so Huge. many quarterbacks coming out. Um, so we had Trevor, uh, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones starting. What did we think? Of, I'll let you start, Terrence. You know, your boy, you know, we gave you a lot of crap for it. He actually <laughs> played a decent game. You know, I know y'all lost, but he had a decent game. What did you think of Mac's uh, performance? I mean, honestly, I, honestly, I feel like he played the best. He played the best out of those three quarterbacks. I don't know if I got that one, but he played good. Okay. He played the best. He did. Yeah. That's a fact. He, he got the best numbers. He played he do, the best. He do got the best numbers. His completion percentage, his yardage. I, I mean, I think Trevor might got him on yards, but. Yeah. He, I mean. He, I mean, I, I feel like he played. Honestly, he played well. He He's same thing like I've been saying. He's coming as advertised. Like, he, he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Like, I remember he came in um, when. There was a play during the, during the game where he was throwing the ball to Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jason McCourty was able to squat the ball. Next time he got the opportunity to rope the ball into Nelson Aguilar, he put a little more zip on it. for. So I feel like for him, he's somebody that doesn't make the same mistake twice. Like, yeah. okay. He's the perfect Belichick quarterback. Like he does. Yeah, he, yeah. Fits, he fits the mold. Yep. Yeah, no, Mac played, Mac played good. Uh, you know, um, I really liked what I saw from Zach Wilson. Uh, so I'd actually say, you know, if you're looking strictly at the numbers, yeah, I mean, obviously Mac had the best game, you, you know, of the three, no turnovers and efficiency from a uh, uh, completion percentage perspective, you know, he did the best. But I liked what I saw from Zach because, I mean, if you're talking about who got put in the worst situation, in my opinion, it's Zach Wilson. Um, literally no weapons. Uh, His left feel, tackle, two down fat. Keep going. Yeah, I feel bad for Bob. <laughs> you know, I want to see him succeed as a coach, but he's a defensive-minded guy, and your first pick's a quarterback, you know. Um, I mean, but, I went to the game, and I didn't. So you have to see it live. His first half was rough, but that second half, I think he came alive, and maybe they were garbage touchdowns, but he had two touchdowns, you know. His completion percentage was not good, but the second half compared to the first half left a good impression on me. What do you think about uh, – so I said, Zach, what do you think about Trevor, Keith? Uh, uh, I didn't watch the Jags game, but they lost to the Texans. It's Trevor's first loss. Oh, they got Molly Wong Mo- by the Texans. Yeah. They ain't uh, just lose. <laughs> they <know>. got spanked. <laughs> I, I feel bad for these draft picks that go to these terrible teams. Honestly, I hate it. I yeah. wish they would come up with something else for the draft because seeing somebody that is real good, real talented, end up in the shit end of the stick. It's just yeah. annoying, you know? So It's like, oh, yeah, he's going to change the franchise. Yeah. The fact that, that Trevor had to go out there and throw 51 passes, I mean, that's pretty nuts. Exactly. Bro, there's no realm. Even with Brady and these – I don't even like when a quarterback throws over 35 attempts. Like, I'm like, bro, yeah. why are you throwing so much? <laughs> like, it, it's weird to me. I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. no. Like, you just completely abandoned the run game. So Yeah, like, you, you want him to throw out his arm? Like – yeah, pretty much what Dallas is telling Dak is throw the ball 60 times, but here enough soon, sooner or later in the middle of the season, you're going to tear the rest of your shoulder. Well, and that's and I think that's what happened with Joe Burrow last year, even if it's not like a, your shoulder getting hurt. I mean, at some point you're going to be taking licks if you're dropping back to pass that oh, many times in the game. So, definitely. I mean, that it kind of leaves a bad. And your defense out. is bad. So, you know, you're going to be on the field a lot because your defense can't stop a nosebleed. So, I mean. 
I don't know, man. That was that was uh, pretty questionable uh, from Urban Meyer's perspective. I'll give him a break. It was his first, you know, first game. Yeah. He get a pass, coach, but McCarthy ain't get no damn pass. Nah, <laughs> bro. Like Cowboys fans hung up. Like yes, y'all lost, and I don't care in good fashion, but. I ain't never played no sports for me losing it ever counted for shit. It, it counted as a loss in the in the column, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so what did we think about um, you know, obviously the two other guys drafted that high, uh, Trey Lance and um Justin Fields, not really getting to see the field too much. Obviously, Fields had a couple of plays in there. You know, Trey literally got one shot. I mean, he made it count one for one for a, a touchdown. But what do we think? Do we want to see a little more? Do we think that they made the right move with not, you know, putting them out too much keys? What do you think about th- their situation? Start them both. Ooh, so you think they should both start, start them both. So even though San Francisco I, got the win and everything, you still think Trey should be out there? Start them both because you know what? If Trey start playing bad, guess what? You got Jimmy G and he ain't getting hurt. So you yeah. can throw him out there healthy and you know when he's healthy, you win games regardless. Yeah. And then with the I – mean, But they're paying him too much to sit him. That's, that's what – yeah. I'll say this. What I think – We paying him too much to sit him. What you mean? He, he, he getting paid like 20-something million. I'll say Ooh, this. You, you can get paid twenty. You can get paid twenty something million and be on this bitch sitting and collecting <laughs> a check and not getting hurt. Well, you, my, but my, that's the thing. It might not be a bad idea for him personally. Yes, if personally he still sees him. himself leaving. But you, I mean, but, for the team, bro, I don't know. No, He's, for the team, it makes yeah. sense. You know that man, fragile. We is there something new? But well, this is my thing though. I uh, obviously the team thinks Trey Lance is the future. That's why they drafted him. Yeah. So why not let him go out for five games? Maybe I'll start out like, you know, four and one, three and two, and G- Jimmy G puts up some good numbers. You got to maintain trade value. You don't want to have like this massive contract on your bench losing trade value and then trying to move them is going to be terrible. You know, let's say they're one piece away and a team that needs a quarterback has a piece that you need and you're confident in Trey Lance. If Jimmy G has a hot start, then you now you've got the, the capital to do so. They so I don't know. Because they need a corner. They're, they're corner. So, he just got injured like – I'm so tired of these injuries already. We yeah. on, we only at week two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about uh, Justin Fields and Trey Lance? Uh, uh, Terrence? I mean, I figured they would sprinkle them in there. You know, um, honestly, I, I probably wouldn't start Trey Lance yet. Yeah. But I, I would definitely start Justin Fields over uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Um, Me and Keith were talking about it bowling. Yeah. I mean, if you can protect Justin Fields, because at the end of the day. You know, he is their long-term, future you know, plan, franchise yeah. future guy right now. So, if you can protect them, I feel like they should play him. But from San Francisco's standpoint, I feel like I would keep – I would start Jimmy G. I would keep him in there. And then, I mean, honestly, I would sprinkle in Trey Lance, you know, like they did. I would keep trying to get them experience, especially in games where maybe, let's say, it's getting a little carried away if we're blowing someone out or something like that, or maybe you do have these gadget plays for him, just like, you know, Jalen Hurts would come in the game uh, last year and run some gadget plays yeah. or, you know, things like that. But I, you definitely, I feel like you should give him some experience, even if you're not starting him. But I think Jimmy G is the better option right now. But when it comes to like certain gadget plays and stuff like that, you definitely can still, you know, get him into the game and get him some experience. You definitely got to get him out there. Sorry that I'm banished right now, but I'm here. All right. I was going to say, I didn't know what happened. Um, I mean, my opinion is this. I actually like Trey over Jimmy G, but I, I'm fully sold on the idea that they have to play Jimmy G 
because that contract right now, I mean, quarterbacks are gonna get paid. The quarterbacks <laughs> are gonna get paid regardless. So I mean, Keith has a point to an extent, but like, if I'm them, I'm trying to maximize his trade capital because you know that your future is with Trey Lance. So whether it's yeah. this year, next year, or whenever, make sure that it's high when you sell them because it will never get lower than having that man on the bench. You know what I mean? I mean, let's take a real look at it right now. You got Washington. Washington needs one. Fits, and they're not going to sign Cam. Yeah. Maybe they're willing to pull the trigger on Jimmy G. Exactly. Right. You can, I hope they don't. So, but Jimmy G performs. He goes out there. He looks good. Like, hey, you know, like he put on. Especially in that situation when you got, when really what yeah. you're looking to do is just have someone who's smart with the ball and not turn the ball over. And you got a defense that can really rock like the, the football team does. I mean. I think that I actually like that. Now, yeah, you'll probably have to give up a piece or two from that defense to get them, but, I mean, the give and people, take at this point. People don't realize that uh, even though the football team lost, they really – the defense, yes, Chase Young didn't get a sack. Sorry, I'm spinning here. Chase Young didn't get a sack, but that defense played good. If they had good quarterback play, they I think they would have beat the Chargers. That's what I'm saying. So why not make a move <laughs> at someone like a Jimmy G? I don't know. I, I just feel like the asking price, the cap hit, you know. But I mean, it's not wrong. You guys aren't wrong. Like I can. Just, I mean, like, he's a, a guy. You know, okay, he's a solid starter in the league. We know he's a proven starter. Yeah. He got the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, we have they weapons on the offense. A quarter away from winning that Super Bowl. Yeah, we have Logan Thomas. We got Scary Terry out there. We got Antonio Gibson coming out the backfield, and our defense is legit. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say is if I'm Jimmy G and I get traded to Washington, there's a lot worse situations you can get put in. Oh, easy. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna do him wrong either when yeah. they trade him. If Heineke think- doesn't look good, they might start exploring some options. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I actually like that pick, Terrence. So you know, my heartbreak of the week in terms of rookies was, what is the deal with Arthur Smith having? I don't know if he's got no faith in them. If he wants to ease him into the offense, I get we do have <laughs> Hayden Hurst as a good as a good tight end. So. But what was the deal with the lack of reps given to uh, Kyle Pitts and seemingly zero game plan geared towards getting him the ball? Uh, Keys, what did you think about that situation? Uh, like I was saying, we talked about it a little offline. He had John Smith in Tennessee. You know, yeah. John Smith's physical. He's fast, too. And they used him pretty well. Yeah. And I don't get why you wouldn't use Kyle Pitts, especially how the Eagles were playing him was ridiculous. Like, you could have ran – quick hitch routes and got him the ball, got him some space, maybe a go route or two and just tried it. Like, get, give him some attempts, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, we were talking about his – once he improves his route running, him in the slot is going to be even more dangerous. Yeah. So I would just kind of stick him on the line. But that's me still personally. Target, yeah, he's still a big target. I'd still stick him on the line just – and have the Same routes drop. be – Nothing. Yeah, have the routes be crazy. <laughs> but Arthur Smith, you need to get that man the ball. Like, I'm – you you – you draft him high as hell. Like there's no there, excuse to not get this man around. It was like, do we no take excuse. a quarterback or do we draft Kyle Pitts? And you guys draft the Kyle Pitts. So congratulations. No, not yeah. even that, Keith. We ain't even gonna go that far. You should have went defense. Don't even don't even go there either. Should have went defense. I mean, I'll take you know, Matt Ryan gets it, he gets the job done. We're gonna say he knew the arm, whatever, blah blah blah. But I mean, they y'all went to a Super Bowl. Probably should have won it. And, I mean, he put up great numbers. I'm the, say, the issue this offseason is defense. It definitely wasn't, oh, we need a oh, tight end. We need a quarterback. The reason, this is the reason why I actually like the, the Pitts pickup. Obviously, 
Ray Charles, going. Ray Charles, going. Ray Charles could see that the defense is the, the issue in Atlanta. Nobody's the, questioning. The, <laughs> the other issue is the red zone. So the Kyle Pitts yeah, shit made that, sense. For that's that what I'm point. saying is one yeah. de- one defensive pick wasn't going to change that defense. We need an overall that's true. on defense. Yeah, so, but so I think start somewhere. You and he was. The, let's be honest. He was <laughs> arguably, arguably the best player overall in the draft. That's a fact. So that's a fact. That's the a fact, fact that you, um, the fact that we were able to get him, I wasn't mad at the pick because defense. You know, I just would have felt bad for whoever we picked because yeah, I'm not been, the pick. They would have yeah. been drowned out. But my point is this: is if you go that high and you pick the highest ever tight end, um, the amount of one safety looks that, that Philly gave us, they were basically daring us to put him in like a seam situation where he just airs out down the field and give Matt Ryan a chance. I mean, I know I give him a ton of crap. He's at least accurate. I mean, I just hate how weak his arm is and his decisions at the end of games. Um, but at least give him a chance to go up there and go get the ball. The fact that you, I get it. We have Hayden Hurst, who's a great tight end. And I'm not mm-hmm. mad at the amount of looks he gets. And I think he deserves his looks because he's a reliable target. But imagine the nightmare you could give linebackers with having two good tight ends like that. We had that guy, Lee Smith, who we picked up from Buffalo, who's supposed to be a good blocking tight end, and he didn't provide any sort of protection in that game. (laughs) He didn't provide any sort of run support in that game. So, I mean, at a certain point, hopefully, hopefully it was just one misnomer, and we'll get more into the game plan in just a second. I mean, listen, I literally wrote down in my notes, you have to unleash him. Yes. Bro, he's ready. He's ready. He's ready now. The Niners run a two tight end set. It ain't that goddamn hard. They run Patriots a three tight end set, bro. Put all I three run- of them out there. Oh, yo, yeah. Well, Reed retired the other tight end they had. So they're rocking no, 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 two. What I'm now. saying is like, is why it, is it, Atlanta- it, it functions with three. Yeah. Like yeah, Atlanta like- needs to figure it out. Like, I mean, I mean, honestly, Kyle Pitts can run a receiver. Like, if we want to talk about how talented this man is, Keith and I were talking I'm about not, this already. I'm not, I'm not, I, with I agree with Keith. If you now in a situation, I'm talking about like slot. I'm not saying on the outside. That was, that's like what that, I said. Because that, but, that was a stipulation. But that was the end of the day. This is he, the he's though. like he's not blocking nobody. He's not I, blocking none of the defense fans. Let's be yeah, real. I agree with Keith though. There was points where they were putting him out wide, and I'm like, the hell no, because he's the corners. He's not beating. He's not beating corners. I mean, like now maybe throwing it up and do one on ones that yeah, way. He, maybe, he could beat him yeah. that way. But in terms of maybe in the red zone. zone yeah, like yeah. red zone, you know, corner route, you, whatever, where it's not route running, it's who's going to go up and get it. Okay, fine. You know who's a perfect, like, okay, this is what y'all need to do, honestly? Like Darren Waller. Yeah, that, and that was literally what I was saying. Me and Keith literally had this exact conversation. With you but Darren, the, the difference, though, Darren Waller routes is like that. But the he, other he, issue is you yeah. gonna, you going to run into, like, what happened last night with the Raiders game is Darren Waller had Marlon Humphreys on damn near the whole time. Yeah. And for a long time, Jit didn't do nothing. That's the issue. Kyle Pitts ain't as physical as Darren Waller. Let's be real clear on that. He's, He's not. not. He's not as physical as him. So what you're going to say is if he gets in situations like that, and he shouldn't, you know why? Because he has Calvin Ridley. Yeah. So Calvin should get locked up by the other corner. But, and, and now that's the, that's the I think, the kind of counter to your point, though, Keith, is that he'll never be in a situation like Darren Waller because he'll never be the number one target on the team. Calvin Ridley is the number one target. And I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, so, yeah, so. if we play Jaw, Marlon's never going to be on Pitt. And not saying, I mean, it would have turned out way worse for us than it did for the Raiders, obviously. But what I'm saying is just in terms of that matchup specifically. But you're mm-hmm. going you're gonna to get in those situations like how Philly did, where which I don't know why Matt Ryan didn't try Darius Slay ass. I would have tried him. Every day, <laughs> that's always been my that's no, always been but, my thing. But Darius Slay is to good. get Julio the don't, ball, scared to get me Calvin wrong. Darius Slay is good, 
But if you're telling me you're gonna put a corner and have Anthony Harris from the Vikes, they just signed him, he was just signed him. He gonna hawk over and cheat on Kyle Pitts. Okay, bro. Kyle really runs real good routes. Go get it. He runs great routes. We gonna dice Darius Slay up then. Because that's exactly I'm telling you, the rest of the season, Nick pointed out they got an easy schedule. So they ain't gonna see too many corners that is real great. But if you get in those situations where Philly just did that blueprint on y'all, yeah, another team that has a great corner can be like, okay, go guard Calvin Ridley, and we're going to have the safety help the corner or the linebacker, you're going to be fucked again. We'll just get right into the nightmare game plan because that was the next – the two nightmare games is what we we're going to talk about next. So we'll just get right into it because we're already talking about it. The mm-hmm. The scary part is we have Tampa this upcoming week. So I'm not even – Keys, you made a good point with the, the – imagine playing good corners. My problem is, is we were going to play a lot of games with terrible corners. And the Philly gave the blueprint not only for teams with good corners, teams with bad corners know how to hide it now against us because we have a ton of weapons on the outside. And you're telling me we couldn't score a single touchdown on that Philly defense? It's going to look terrible. Arthur Smith came out the first two drives I thought was perfect because I would put it solely on Matt Ryan for why we didn't score touchdowns because he's scared to give his targets the ball in the red zone. We get all the way down, breathing on the goal line's doorstep. We went up-tempo. No huddle. We were airing it out, targeting Calvin Ridley. Hayden Hurst was doing his thing as tight end. If the whole game went like that, I'm like, okay, cool. We don't have to unleash Kyle Pitts yet. But when everything started falling apart, it, it made no sense. And then Cordero Patterson had a good few drives. And then he fell in love with that for some reason. Your backup running back, who we probably have the worst backfield in the NFL outside of maybe the Ravens I mean, now. he's honestly the injuries, the injuries. Yeah, he's he's, not, he's mean, a specialist. He's just versatile. He's yeah. just a specialist. And you fell in love with that when we've always been a air it out type offense. And I couldn't I couldn't believe what I was watching. The defense looks so, so unprepared, like they didn't know Jalen Hurst was a running quarterback. I mean, the read option, the first <laughs> like six plays of the game, it was just gashing us the whole time. And then you let him air it out. The one touchdown to Devontae Smith was definitely a pick play. Zach Ertz definitely uh picked on that, but you know, that's whatever. Uh, but other than that, we just got smoked. Start, hey, start, start that, to finish. That Devontae Smith touchdown is the reason why I be preaching. Stop playing the goddamn receiver, bro. Yeah. It was literally a jump ball. Like, Terrence, imagine if the corner would have No, I'm talking about the first, the first one where he was wide open. Uh, oh, yeah, the, okay, okay. It, okay. I'm talking about the one he ran in the corner. I think yeah, he had no. – Devontae had two touchdowns, didn't he? Yeah. The, I'm talking about the first one was a pick play. So, I'll give the defense oh, – okay. uh, that was just a missed flag on the ref. Because Zach Ertz definitely picked them. But um, other than that, yes, when they're just letting him, that one down the side side oh, corner of the end zone, yeah. Exa- bro, because if you got 15 yards, 10 yards to the end zone, Buddy runs a go. Yeah. Bro, why would he running right by you, bro? There's only and the so only Yeah, and the only negative about him is he's not beast mode in anybody. Like, just go for the ball, bro. He's not going to snatch it out your hands. I mean, it's not valid, Terrence. That makes sense. I'm just making sure because that's how – when I played corner safety, that's how I would look at it. So, I just want to know if it makes sense. Like, if you're the wide out, like – If you can make a play on the ball, make a play on the ball. Yeah. I mean, you following a receiver, okay, he's running a go route. Like you say, it's only so much you can do. Get your head around find the ball. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not finna arm wrestle. People be trying to arm wrestle these big, bro. You look stupid trying to arm wrestle DeAndre Hopkins. You look yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. You look like it don't make. Oh, cause he gonna snag it. <laughs> I'm not about to arm wrestle him. I don't want to arm wrestle Calvin Ridley. I damn sure don't want to arm wrestle Julio. 
And I damn sure ain't trying to battle with Kittle and Kelsey smacking me around. <laughs> All these corners be smaller than everybody. Why the yeah. fuck you want to sit there and get smacked the whole time? Yeah. Just, just anyway, I got I got that off my chest. I mean, if y'all want to add anything, I mean that game plan was just garbage. I honestly, so in the years past, I would put a lot of our losses on. I mean, Dan Quinn was a lot to to blame as well, but uh, I'd put a lot of it on like you know just our inability to finish games. I mean, we're known for choking, but it's a team yesterday, loss. But yesterday, yesterday was I would one hundred percent put it on. It looked like we didn't even like we've been eating potato chips playing Madden for the last three months. Like when we were we didn't prepare for this game at all. Brady Jarrett, yeah, it, it looked bad. good, bro. And I thought yeah, it, was, it, was, it was bad. I'm not going to lie. It was yeah. bad. And when, when I was at the game and I kept seeing the score, I'm like, like, am I seeing this right? Y'all, y'all, then, y'all gave them bird fans or some hype to roll in. Man. And I feel bad. I, mean, I genuinely feel bad because I hate the Eagles. I'll be, I'll admit my, my bias. I always hated <laughs> those Mike Vick versus Donovan McNabb matchups. I hated that. But I feel bad for the Eagles fans because now y'all are going to be hyped for the rest of this year because we are the. We looked probably like outside of Green Bay, the worst team in the league yesterday. So I feel bad for y'all, you know, getting some confidence in that game because teams are going to be coming to coming to play against y'all. We did not. They about to go. They about to go see the Niners, and like we said earlier, uh, old boy Caleb Farley is about to go see DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So, (laughs) yeah, best wish. Have fun with that, buddy. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I I don't even want you to be bad. I just want you to realize you said that. And you before you put it down through the ringer, yeah, you didn't even. You, he obviously didn't look at the schedule before he said that. Yeah. But for us, I feel like I mean the running backs lost us the game. If you know Damian Harrison fumbled at the end of the game, would have been all right. Madre Stevenson didn't fumble, would have been okay. Those two lost fumbles hurt. So, yep. so uh, what? How did we feel about um, the only team that played worse than us yesterday uh, or on uh, Sunday was? The Green Bay Packers. So, man, I don't know what is. Listen, listen, I fell for the hype because, you know, we saw all the last dance comparisons. You know, Aaron Rodgers clearly has something to prove. And, you know, he still wants to play because if he didn't, he definitely wants out of that situation. So, why not that's that's the only logical explanation. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I ain't no reason to go out there and be that bad. Like, like, that was, bro, what? The only, the only excuse or not excuse, the only like glimmer of hope they have is remember when they got absolutely mollywopped by Tampa last year in the regular season? I think it was like oh. 38 to 10. It was something very similar. That's the only thing I can think of is Aaron has had seasons where he had like one God awful game and he won MVP last year. So hopefully that's the one, you know, where you just, you let it slide, but oh my uh, God, that one looked terrible. I'm not reading into it too much. It's week one. I feel like for teams that week one, you can't game plan because you ain't got no too much film on the team. Yeah. You know, if they went big in free agency, you're like, well, damn, like, you know, ain't no, there was no game plan for Jameis. You couldn't plan around him unless yeah. you were going to bet on him throwing interceptions, which obviously he ain't throwing any. Yeah. Uh, but there's won- no excuse for but, Aaron Rodgers, Mr. C- MVP. Oh, the game, oh. 133 yards and two picks. Oh, no. 36. That- Passer they, they were supposed to score. Like, oh. regardless, they were supposed to score. So I don't know how you don't even get in the end zone. They didn't get in the end zone, right? It was three to what, 28? So I don't I don't know. I'm not 30. reading. Huh? Yeah, 30. 30. I ain't reading yeah, too much into it because it's week one. They'll probably flip it, keep it going, yeah. like Nick said. But let's be honest, their offensive line is missing. They left tackle. Their center went to Los Angeles. 
Plus, yes. it's all the drama in the offseason probably didn't help anything. Yeah, yeah for, for, no, sure, for sure. If you a new dude trying to learn some shit on the line. And you have to deal with this every week. <laughs> where it's rough at. Your center yeah. don't know if he hiking the ball to Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love. I yeah. can see it being more of an issue for them guys, you know? Yeah. So, but I'm not. They'll get it rolling. Or they won't, but I'm not reading too much into it week one. Especially if you were, you were a good team last year and you lost week one. Yeah, we just going to give them now. We're going to give them a pass. Now. You get one You get one pass, but if we see anything yeah. like after the rest of the year, I'm, and Aaron Rodgers is my favorite quarterback all time. I'm on That happened next week? I'm, I'm going to be on him. Hey, I'm letting you know, that was not a pass I counted in them schedules for wins and losses. But yeah. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. – I'll put it there. And, and uh, yeah, so I know somebody that doesn't feel too good. My girl's uh, – she was she was not excited about that one yesterday. <laughs> um, so Tori, if you watch this part, I apologize. But yeah, yo yo, <laughs> look bad. Um, but uh, I think Keys has something that he needs to get off his chest. Uh, something about you know he's finally ready to admit that Lamar Jackson's a running back or something like that. I think that's what you were gonna say. Boy, cut the damn. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, he's got something he wants to say about quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's got a very good point to make. All right, all right, hold on. All right, before I get to the point, I got to divulge the Ravens game, remember? Raves. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. Yeah, we're going to the Ravens. Uh, they look fucking awful, and uh, I'm going to be real honest. I'm a Ravens fan, so, you know, I don't care if people are saying you're overdoing it for week one. I think you overanalyze it when you critique another team, that yeah. intro team on week one. Like, yeah. say if I – destroyed the Patriots right I critique them so much off their week one loss no it's week one like but for a team I root for one see win one see win a Super Bowl blase blase I'm on their ass <laughs> so uh against the Ravens or against the Raiders we lost the game twice if you think about it they ruled buddy down at the one but we yeah. had thought he scored so, so it's yeah. already boom it's already over you time. already yeah. lost that's one loss and then you lost on the end in overtime right two losses uh, the offensive line looked terrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Boy. I'm not too worried about Ronnie Stanley. He came back from injury, like we said with Tyler Lana, Lawlin from the Titans. Bill you know, the, didn't look good either. Oh, don't don't. Oh, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going there. Don't worry. He like a JV. Um. I'm. <laughs> I'm giving Ronnie Stanley the pass just because the injury. You know, I know what Stanley can do, so I ain't really worried about it. So that's that's fine. Okay. Building a waiver. I'm. I damn near release him because, <laughs> bro. I get Rodney Stanley getting beat or, you know, him not looking great because he just came back from injury, not knowing if he's going to be ready, blah, blah, blah. You played mm-hmm. last year. Like, he was just playing for the Steelers last year. Why do you look so bad? Why yeah. do you have uh, – what's his face? Max Crosby. Uh, Max Crosby. And shout out to Max Crosby before I get into this tangent. Max Crosby is an alcoholic. He, Him and Darren Waller, he saw what happened with Darren Waller. Yeah. He linked up with Darren Waller, and now he's been sober – clean his living he's been doing his body's healthy he's out there looking like a monster which is great big shout out to him shows a lot of perseverance so big one up to max crosby but thank you for destroying villa in the way because the shit looked ridiculous and it proves my point that we shouldn't have traded orlando brown yes we got the the left outside linebacker i think he's right outside back there uh uh what's his name nick i can't say it i ain't gonna try I can't even remember. I don't, I don't want to even know to. Oh, 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 way. Yeah, oh, yeah. something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, way. I'm not gonna let you do me like that. Yeah, he's great, and uh, I think he will be great. But that was the other pick. I think that's the pick we got from the Chiefs for Orlando yeah. Brown. I would have kept Orlando Brown, bro, because you're telling me you upgraded the weapons. We could have had Lamar out there with weapons and a reliable line. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't like, and oh, he got a sack last night, so that was cool. But it's not like our pass rush is crazy any damn way. Like, it yeah. hasn't been. We get a lot of pressures, no sacks. It's the craziest shit ever. Yeah, plus your defense it, isn't a weak point. You know what I mean? No, and it don't make no sense. We get all these pressures, no sacks. Yeah, but guess who we missing? Marcus Peters. So all these goddamn pressures don't make no sense anymore because yeah. we ain't got no corner. Like, we got Marlon Humphreys. You could tell Marlon Humphreys at the end of the game was fucking gas. He had a guard. Jason Darren Waller the entire game. Damn near the whole Four. game. He followed that man <laughs> at least 85% of the snaps. So you got that. Sammy Watkins was dropping the ball. He caught four out of eight targets. I watched him drop at least two clean ones. Uh, Lamar needs to slide. He pissing me off, bro. Like, he did it the previous years. He would either get out of bounds real quick or just go to the ground. Yeah. And last night, he was, like, diving on the ground, some dumbass shit. And the yeah. rest were, were letting the defender still hit him. So, slide. There was one. He was actually headed out of bounds. I think it was in the first quarter. He, was, he got hit. He got hit way late, and they just it, let it ride. That was – I can't exactly, lie. Exactly, kind of bro. So, slide and make them call that shit because it's ridiculous. I remember that Bengals run, famous Bengals run he had. He running next to Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was like, get down. Like, get yeah. down. And he still makes it in the end zone, but Mark was telling him the whole time, like, get down. Yeah. So, I just hope he runs out of bounds and gets down. He looked good, but you could see the criticism was getting to him because on a lot of them plays, even last year, the year before, if nobody's open, he's going to go. Yeah. He wasn't even going to wait, and he wanted to wait because y'all keep saying this motherfucker can't pass from the pocket. And I watched him do some throws. He did miss. Like, he's trying. Yeah, he missed. I think it was like five throws, five or four throws. I mean, his he mechanics did. look better, though. His yeah. Look better. He also dropped a couple of dimes out there, too. Exactly. The the base with his feet are wider. He looks good releasing. Uh, That second fumble, it cost us. The first one, I ain't too worried about. But that second one, he was trying to – I think he was trying to do too much, but the pocket collapsed. So he fumbled in the pocket. Like You talking about I mean, overtime? Yeah, the second fumble. No, the overtime, that, well, I don't blame him at all. I mean, yeah, you got to hold on. You got to squeeze the rock. But, I mean – you had Carl Nassib was the second the ball was snapped, a straight line untouched to exactly. Lamar Jackson. And I don't know when I watched that, I don't know if it was Lamar didn't audible and tell Villanueva, hey, pick his ass up, which, I mean, that is something he probably should have said if he didn't. So yeah. I'll hold him for that. But Villanueva is a veteran, dumbass. If you notice that this man is about to come and uh -oh. you can see – it's just ridiculous. I'm about to call Mitchell Schwartz because this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> well, like, all I know is regardless of audibles and all this, there's no way that the defensive end was like, no, yeah, we'll let him just run free. Or like that you even yeah. predicted Carl Nassib was going to drop back in coverage because he's not that guy. So, it's I mean, not. I don't know. I, just, I think that was just a, a fold on Villanueva on that one. Yeah, y'all all on and play that good. I'm sick all. of it. I don't like it. We it, And it's crazy because that 2018 season where we had the best record, was a season we really realistically should have won the Super Bowl because yeah. all these injuries this year, Marcus Peters is gone. We can't play man like we normally do. We have to play zone, and we need another corner, and ain't no corners on the shopping list. So, yeah. like – Y'all literally just traded that Sean Wade when he could have had somebody to step up. Exactly, and now it looks ridiculous. Because now it's like, damn, well, we kind of need him. So – and signing Richard Sherman ain't going to fit because we watched him get cooked all last year. So <laughs> – uh. Ooh, we need another corner desperately. That's really that, but who knows? Hollywood looked good. Mark Andrews did what yeah, he does. He Mark Andrews did what he does. He dropped the ball like twice. It's amazing. Mm. After that yeah. payday. Uh -huh. oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, you, and you know the crazy shit, bro? They let – and Lamar ain't going to get credit for this. He went down the field, drove down the field, and got in field goal range just to kick a field goal. The defense let this motherfucker Derek Carr – in two plays, bro. Yeah, that was OD. With no timeouts. That's no the crazy time. shit. If you had a timeout, 
it's understandable. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, like maybe you, you got there, called timeout, kept going, called timeout, whatever. No timeouts. Why the hell? I don't know what was wrong with Florida State and our defensive coordinator. Why, why you, you ain't... boys like that? Why y'all doing because these dumbass NFL, bro? They playing man in the clear bro. situations when you should just put everybody, bro. I would have had everybody down there at the R. middle R. of the field. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about the Seminoles. Oh, yeah. So moving Old. along. Like, yeah, I, they pissed me off. They'll get rolling. Lamar probably going to drag us in the playoffs. All these fucking racist people going to say he can't win and all this shit like they've been saying. Well, no shit he ain't going to win with what the fuck we got. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> I'm getting pissed off thinking about it. Uh, Nick, you want me to hit this uh, good old segment we was talking about? I mean, that's all. We got that, and then we're in the overtime. So, I mean, I, you're on a roll, bro. You just keep oh, going. Oh, all right. Bet. All right. So, a, we keep hearing Welcome this. to Cover 4 with Mar- Marquise, y'all. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. The, shout out to the guys, Terrence and Nick. They let me do this because we keep hearing this shit about the top 10 quarterbacks and who is top 10 and who is not. We all hear it. We're getting sick of it. It's getting annoying. So, I'm going to lay that out there. The one through four, we we know who it is. It don't matter what order you got these motherfucking quarterbacks in. <laughs> it's obvious, okay? Yep. It's Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, right? Yeah, no question. And you, can, and you can fucking make the argument that Tom could probably not be in there, but the situation he's in, he going to be in there because yeah. he's smart enough to deliver the damn ball where it needs to go, and he got a hell of athletes out there to go make some shit happen. Yeah, I think he's been in the league for a few years. Exactly. <laughs> so what we did. I mean, he's earned it. He's earned the right deal. Exactly. He, he there. What I did is I took the stats from quarterbacks from 2018 to 2020. If you was a rookie in 2019, I didn't count you. If you were someone that wasn't even considered a top talent, I didn't count you. So we went from we graded Jared Goff, Sean Watson, and Matt Ryan, James Winston, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy G, Big Ben. A ton of names. We didn't go off of injuries. We didn't care if you just got to the team. We didn't care if you didn't start your rookie year right away. We went <laughs> off of, you know what, Nick? What, what we go off of? What, what we go 2018, off of? What, 2018 till now? Till now. With okay. just stats. Because yeah. you motherfuckers keep talking about just stats. Yeah. So we go off of stats, big dog. And I put these questions on Twitter, too. Yeah, I did put these questions on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to know. Did you ever post the results? I didn't. I didn't because the poll was still going. A lot of people didn't answer correctly, though. Who do you think got the most yards from 2018 to 2020? Sean Watson was my guess. It's Matt Ryan, big dog. Noodle arm, Matt Ryan. Who do you think got the most touchdowns (laughs) from 2018 to 2020? That's probably either, like, Lamar or... Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, I would say Lamar. I didn't count any of the dudes in the top four, and, and it ain't Lamar. You know who it is? It's motherfucking Kirk Cousins, right? Is it? Who you think got the most interceptions since 2018 until now? That's got to be Jameis, bro. I didn't want to hear that one. Correct. It is Jameis because he yeah. did throw 33 in just <laughs> yeah, one season. Yeah. Yeah. Who, you, who you think got the best completion percentage? Best completion percentage? Fun fact, it's a it's a tie between Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins for number one. They got a 68.9. Yeah, Derek Carr, he, he completed the ball a lot. Fun fact, I hope y'all know Derek Carr looked like he don't know how to read defensive coverages, and I realized that last night. I kept hearing about that, and I never knew it. He got to send somebody in motion to see what the defense is at. Yeah. So, fun mm-hmm. fact, 
If y'all don't notice that, pay attention to it. I pay attention. Yeah, they do a lot of motion to see if they're in zone or man. Exactly, but they be telling quarterbacks they don't need to be doing that because my quarterback gets hella flat for. Oh, he apparently can't read the defense. All right, let's get back on topic. <laughs> if we go off just the stats bullshit that everybody wants to go off, Deshaun Watson is five, Kirk Cousins is six, Derek Carr is seven, Matt Ryan is eight, Jared Goff is nine, and Dak Prescott is ten. Does that sound like a top ten, guys? Absolutely not. Look at my face. <laughs> Shit, don't make no sense, right? So let's do a logical top uh, five through ten. Obviously, you're going to consider what? You would consider your, your individual stats and not your team stats, right? Yep. How you would individually rank. So Deshaun Watson being at five makes a lot of sense. You know why? Because Buddy is insanely accurate. He's beat Mahomes. He's one and two against Mahomes boy, which is better than everybody else because they haven't even beat Mahomes boy. Yeah. That are those rookies. Deshaun Watson was third in yards. He was third in touchdowns, second in uh completion percentage, and he was seventh in interceptions. So he's actually pretty steady against everybody else. And then those damn massage six, tables. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's not go there. Uh six is Axon Jackson. Is one in three against the playoffs, hasn't won against my homeboy, but guess what? He got the MVP and he didn't play all his rookie year. Are we good with that so far? I'm right there with you. All right. Guess who is seven? And this one, you can actually switch if you want to. If it's your – you got that going on, you want to switch him. Josh Allen, he's two and two in the playoffs. Fun fact, on this little chart I made, Josh Allen – where's Josh? He's ninth in yards, eighth in touchdowns, fifth in interceptions, and tenth in completion percentage. So he ain't that accurate if you judge off of this chart against everybody else. And then we go back at eight. We got Dak Prescott, which I still feel like is kind of high, but Dak is good. But a lot of garbage time stats, like Nick alluded to earlier, he's one and two in the playoffs. Dak Prescott's numbers. Yeah, against, no, no games. Dak Prescott's numbers. He's seventh in yards on this chart. He's 10th in touchdowns. He's 10th in interceptions, but he's third in completion percentage. So, I mean, he's accurate. Oh, and then at eight, we got Matthew Stafford, who's 0-3 in the playoffs. This is more or less some Matthew Stafford hype that I kind of bought into to put him at eight. How do you feel about that, Nick? You mean nine? Didn't you have Dak at eight? Mm. Oh, yeah, nine. My bad. Good yeah. catch. You cool um, with that? I mean, I'm not I'm not against it. No, I'm I think I because again, yeah, he was terrible in the playoffs, or his record's terrible in the playoffs, but the dude hasn't had help in literally five years. How do you feel about it, Terrence? Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, honestly. All right, Matthew Stafford. Think, my opinion is the the like seven to ten range. There's a couple. There's about five guys that could fall in those rankings. But I like the guys that you name are definitely people I think are considered in there. All right, Matthew Stafford. He was injured one year, and we didn't account for injuries. I didn't. The chart went just stats. Like you, you fucking clueless people on Twitter wanted to do just stats, yeah. just solely stats. <laughs> he had 10k yards. He was he was eighth with yards, ninth in touchdowns, ninth in interceptions, seventh with uh completion percentage. Booyah! And then the 10 spotter went to Nick's favorite person, Matt Ryan. It was hard to leave him off this. It's four and ten in the playoffs. Buddy's numbers are a little wild. He was first in yards, second in touchdowns, fourth in interceptions, and third in completion percentage. Obviously, he did get blessed with Calvary and uh, Julio, so 
his numbers would look great, and they don't be running the ball, so go figure. And notable non-mentions would be Kyler Murray, Murray, Justin Herbert, Baker Mayfield. Baker's one and two in the playoffs. Fun fact, y'all keep alluding to the fact that that 2018 draft class with Josh, Baker, and Lamar, none of them motherfuckers have beat uh, Mahomes. Not a single one. Which is, and I keep hearing this shit. And it, it makes you think when you think about that. Well, how are they all better? Like, who's better? It, it, what are you? What are we saying? What makes them different? Because yeah. I went off of just individual stats, and Baker. I we I didn't even say what Baker's shit looked like. Baker was six in yards, fourth in touchdowns, second in interceptions, and fourth in completion percentage. Yeah, and mind you. Is, oh, go ahead, Nick. My bad. The other no, you're good. The other thing is, especially with Josh Allen, is like. I know that he's been in the league and has been a starter since 2018, but like, like if we want to even get into the nitty gritty of what you're saying, like one year, Josh has had one year and he could ball out again this year, but he's really had one year where he balled out. Now, granted, everybody I think needs a target to throw to because if Lamar had better help, I promise you he'd be balling even harder. And the best wide receiver he's ever had is Sammy Watkins, but we saw how he played last night. It's Marquise um, Brown, but yeah, keep going. Marquise Brown, maybe. I mean, but. I mean, he dropped the ball too. It's debatable because I mean, other than <laughs> last night, other than last night, that's been uh, Hollywood's problem his whole career. But uh, yeah, the point I'm making is is Josh Allen has had one good season, and I think he is one of the ten best quarterbacks. And I think he'll have a crazy career, but I do think it's funny how people are willing to give Josh Allen all this credit after one year when Lamar's been balling since day one with much less help, and people want to discredit him at every step of the way because yeah. Obviously, he's not the traditional quarterback. He's not going to sit, drop back, you know, 30 times in the game, stay in the pocket, let it. Uh, that's know, what makes him different, though. And that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, he's not traditional, <laughs> but how does that make him yeah. lesser of a quarterback? The dude does nothing but win games, bro. He exactly. wins games. He puts the ball in the end zone. He makes the right decision. He sometimes. It's crazy because, like, you really, nobody has really figured him out. Yeah, you can't figure him out. He's, yeah. he's the hardest quarterback to game plan for. He's six why, and he's six and three in prime time on Monday after last yeah. night. Yeah, he's the hardest quarterback to game plan for because yeah, Mahomes you know is just going to air it out. I mean, you can't necessarily game plan for him because of the weapons that he has, but you know what he's going to do every week with Lamar. You don't know what's going to happen because if you fold on him in the pocket, then he's going to be running out and he's he can get you twenty five plus yards easily with his legs. And then if you just want a quarterback contain. He can dice you up. He's an accurate quarterback. He might not have the best mechanics, but he can get the ball from point A to point B and put you in a position to score. So I don't he made some really nice throws, especially early on in the game. Yeah. He made yeah. some really nice throws. So I just had to make this graphic because people is bro, I learned in statistics. You can manipulate statistics however you fuck you yeah. want them to fit your use your eyeballs, argument. bro. Use your yeah, eyeballs. Yeah. Like use <laughs> your argument. Games. Look at the individual stats. And the only thing that's different from one through four is those dudes all won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Russell's the only one in there that doesn't have a regular season MVP. Yeah. Everybody else got a regular season. And he season. arguably should have one. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Last year was a close case. If he didn't tail off towards the end. And and Aaron didn't pick back up. Yeah, it would have yeah. been his easy. So that's what we got. That's what it's looking like. Y'all, I just wish y'all would just look at it realistically. And Watson, for those of you who are saying, like, he's not better than Lamar or Allen, I'm letting you know, I'm a Lamar fan, and y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, regardless of your opinion on whatever happened with him, mm-hmm. we, this jury's still out on that. You're innocent until proven guilty. Um, 
The dude ball. We're not gonna act like the dude did not ball out. Jit is a weird mix of he'll run like Lamar. He's not as fast as Lamar, but he'll take off and he's pretty fast. But he'd be destroying people like Mahomes. His yeah. arm, his, his, he doesn't throw as far as Mahomes. Well, and he, he has might. never. I mean, he had. Uh, let me. Pump yeah, nuke he for had a little Hopkins. bit. He had Hopkins, yeah. but other than that, last year he didn't have anything in ball. Not a sh- shit. And they and were and they were and they were balling and barely losing some games. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they were. You were getting to the fourth quarter. Like, I mean, oh, he shit. was the reason why they were in games. Just yeah. be honest. If you take him out, they might have been that. Oh, what was it? 2008 Detroit team. What was the one that went 0 and 16? That might have oh, been that. Uh, and <laughs> and I'll get I'll give Josh the pass. People forget this. Josh did go against the Steelers defense. All right. Yeah. Lamar and Baker did not go against defenses like that yeah. this first week. Jit went against the Steelers defense. And yeah. if he, they, he and but he did lose in the game because he did miss some throws. You know, yeah. like if he, he would have made some throws. Their defense played pretty good. Yeah, it's the first game, though. It's the first game. The boys going to get rolling. But that's the QB segment. I'm tired of this shit, bro. <laughs> all right. Now let's see if we can get uh, Marquise to channel that uh, all that aggression right here and uh, go at Terrence's neck. But, you know, Terrence has been kind of quiet, so we're going to let him answer first. So this is the cat. You know, I always do categories whenever I do mine. So this week we're going 2000. So this is what we all grew up on. So this these are some good questions. But I, I made them hard, but this is the era we grew up in, right? So this would be right in y'all's wheelhouse. Um, I hope y'all are ready for this. Uh, the fans that are our age should, should be uh, able to stick along pretty good with this one as well. So um, the first one I'm going to start off with, some Super Bowl trivia. This is a Super Bowl that happened in the 2000s. I'm not going to say the year because then it'll make it a lot easier, obviously. But uh, I threw five interceptions in the Super Bowl. All right. Who am I? Am I Rex Grossman? Am I Matt Hasselbeck? Am I Rich Gannon or am I Jake DeLome? And Terrence, I'll let you answer first. Man, this is tough. Okay. I know Jake DeLome won the one Super Bowl. This was in one game. They threw five picks in one game. And it's strictly in the postseason? No, no. This was in In the the Super Super Bowl. Bowl. It was a Super Bowl. One of those quarterbacks threw five interceptions in one of the Super Bowls that happened in the 2000s. And I'll say the names again. Rex Grossman, Matt Hasselbeck, Rich Gannon, or Jake DeLone? Can I go since Terrence can go? Go. All right. I'm going uh, I'm going Jake DeLone. Jake DeLone? All right. Terrence, so you, you said – what were the other three choices? So he said uh, Jake DeLone. It was Rex Grossman, Matt Hasselbeck, and Rich Cannon. And I'll let you know, I didn't throw any trick questions out there. So I'm all these quarterbacks played in the Super Bowl. I'll go Grossman. I don't know why I want to go Grossman. All right. I well, was going to say Gannon. You should have stuck with your gut because it was Rich Cannon against that Bucks team. He threw five interceptions. Ah. Yeah. That, that When uh, Dexter Jackson won the MVP. And he had like three. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Jake DeLone. Yeah. Because we beat them in the Super Bowl. That was against y'all. Yeah, I threw Rex Grossman in there just because he's easily the worst name out of all of them. But, you know, he honestly. Yeah, that's why I'm like, "Mm." that's why I I went Rex Grossman. I felt like Jake or uh, DeLone, I feel like he's done it in the regular season. That's why I thought he did in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. The only reason I know that because we played them. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. I I don't know why I always remember that that Buck Super Bowl for some reason because that was just bad. I like I know they say defense wins championships, but I mean like they literally went out there like the offense didn't even have to play to be honest with you. That's how good that defense played. Yeah. The game. <laughs> All right. So um, so this is another one. So what team had the most 
reg, and this is regular season, what team had the most regular season wins in the 2000s? Uh, the number is 115 wins. Was it the New England Patriots? Was it the uh, Colts? Was it the Eagles? Or was it Pittsburgh? Uh, Terrence, I'll let you go first since you vacated your first pick. <laughs> you said Patriots. I'm going to go Colts. You know, Colts. All right, Keith, who you got? I ain't going to hold you. I'm going Colts, too. All right. I just feel like it. Because that they had Peyton and Marvin and Reggie and Edron James. You know, I'm surprised you didn't rock with your team, Terrence. But it is it is the Colts. The Colts had 115. New England wasn't far behind. They're at 112. Uh, the Eagles I, and Pittsburgh both had 103 wins. I almost went Pats, though, because I had to remember it. That's when the Jets and the Dolphins were dog shit. Yep. All right. Well, so uh, staying in the same vein here, how many teams – now, this is just a number that we're looking for. How mm-hmm. many teams lost more than uh, 100 total games in the 2000s? How many teams? How many teams lost more than 100 games in the 2000s? In the 2000s. Um, I'm going to say five teams. Okay, five teams, Keys. All right. I'm going to say Are you beatboxing? Say, I want to say three or four. I want to say four because it must four. be four. All right, y'all both are wrong. It was two. It was. I was going to say two. I was going to say like the Lions and the Browns. Bro, you would have literally been on point because that's the two teams was the Lions and the Browns. Bro, you, you know what threw me Bro, off? You hit it so perfect. I knew it was the Lions and Browns, but I thought there was someone else in another division that was shitty. Yeah, that's why I was like, it got to be three to four. I'm like, it got to be three to four. Though. That's what was throwing me off is that I blew, knew there were other divisions where there was shitty yeah. teams. This blew my mind though. So the Colts won the most games with 115 in that span. The Detroit Lions lost 118 games. They Bro. lost more games than the Colts won. <laughs> you know how sorry you gotta be. To- Bro, that's wild. You could honestly at this point, they I mean Jared, Jared Goff looked good, but you can just Bro, destroy the whole franchise Cleveland for so long when are we going to start admitting that the detroit lions literally are probably the worst franchise in oh history? they is oh I, no I, I, I ride <laughs> cleveland but detroit is woo. all right so y'all tied yeah, no one question. to one one of y'all's got to hit this one so we can get get out of here with this um so who had the lowest average points per game defensively like who had the best defense in terms of points allowed per game in the 2000s mm-hmm. and the number was uh 272 points per season was their average. All right. So during the whole 2000s, during the whole 2000s, was it Pittsburgh? Was it Baltimore? Was it Tampa or was it Dallas? I feel like I want to say Baltimore, but I feel like you, I know damn well you did not just give me a question where I could just click Baltimore for show. But I'm going Baltimore. You're going to go Baltimore? All right, Terrence, who you got? I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Man, I quit, bro. It was Baltimore. Let's go! <laughs> I only went Pittsburgh because he went Baltimore. And oh, I know he was going to Baltimore. You should have piggybacked. He piggybacked your Colts pick. Let's go! 
I thought he wasn't going to go Baltimore, so I'm like, he go Pittsburgh, I'm going to go Baltimore. Y'all ain't beat me in a segment. Y'all need to stop playing with me. I already beat you, Keith. I don't want to hear it. Listen. Oh, sorry. I, I only was trying sorry. to make it interesting. You know, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you because the, the piggyback bandit was at it again with that Colts pick. Anyway. Listen, the people that watch this segment, they see the knowledge. They see the answers that I was putting out there. Bro, and you literally you had the best. Like, you should have won this one. You said that you literally even picked the two teams, bro. You Let's said you go. were going to pick Rich Gannon. Let's go. Yeah, you had it right here, bro. Y'all need to stop. Yeah. I'm about, right, about, about to re- I'm about to retire from the segment because I can't. I hate it. you, bro. I can't win it. This shit is crazy. How y'all let me come over here every week and win this thing? I'm with the bag. You look to be cheating up. Anyway. No, I didn't piggyback off the coach. I was like, okay, it's the Colts. The one did I piggyback off the coach? I won't say I'll, this one wasn't as bad, but it just is ironic at this point. You know what I mean? No. Anyway, uh, we gotta uh, make it interesting. Because I did, wanted to go I Baltimore. Respect it. I respect it. You did try to cite me with the Baltimore one. I almost I almost- literally <laughs> the reason why I picked that one because I was like, oh. He's gonna overthink it. I that was like I don't know if you could see it, but I was grinning. But you're like, bro, oh, you're not. gonna I was give me overthinking the I was like, shit out of it. I was like this. <laughs> I knew I, as soon as he started saying that, I was like, oh, my plan worked. And you're like, but I'm gonna rock with Baltimore. I was like, I was gonna go Baltimore head, too. I was so close to put, put my fist through the screen, bro, because I knew Terrence wasn't gonna pick Baltimore. Oh, um, them boys can't see me on the overtime seven. Anyway, no, we got never Terrence. Get, I'm get interesting. The, the real fans, they see what's going on. Yeah, we, we respect Terrence. Hey, oh, hold on. Big shout out to uh, Daniel from uh, when he came on the pod with us. He was only oh, one off. He was only yeah, he one was, off. Oh, if, if y'all didn't keep up with his picks, that man was like deadly close. I mean, And Terrence was close with his Bucks pick, but uh, Daniel was literally one point off of his prediction. So that was nice. Jit could have went and put money on that. If he like, went to Vegas, money, that man yeah. would have made big money. So, shouts out to Daniel. Yeah. You know, we appreciate the guest, and I know that he's probably watching the pod uh, when it drops. So he'll he'll get the shout out. Um, but we got Terrence with word of the day uh, to send us off, Terrence. Yeah. So our quote for the day is going to be: "You AC. do not know what strength you have until being strong is the only strength you have." I rock with that. Keith has yeah. that's crazy, Keith. You know what? <laughs> The real fans rock with us. They see I'm being, I'm keeping it interesting. That's all it was. But I ain't keeping shit interesting. I'm trying to win. They see the knowledge. They see the knowledge. You always trying to win, Keith. If you if you bring up this bullshit ass bowling game, oh, I I didn't say nothing about it. But since you brought it up, I mean, Keith's always trying to win. Everybody, you know, Keith's record in bowling is fantastic. This man is one for nine against me. He had one little game, you know. My shoes was all jacked up that first game. You know, he, mm. he got me, but you know, other than that, though, do you be hold you on? Wait, 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 wait. You do, you, do you be blowing me out of the water when we be bowling? Like, there's the end games where you do get me, but Sunday, first, Sunday, I kind of waxed you. But I'll admit, the first week, even though I got you 4 0, yeah, they were all pretty close. Yeah, I'm about to say, don't let this man think I was waxing you on Sunday. Dan even got you on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Dan did beat me on Sunday, but. Hey, if you oh, want to, bro, my hand, bro, y'all, y'all know my hand, bro. Y'all know my hand. All right. Hey, when Dan doing this thing, like, y'all can't see it, bro. Dan doing this shit where we start sniffing stuff. We'll be like, it smell like bitch, and she doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Lord be with her, boy. I'm about to send her up there. <laughs> but, hey, I'll let y'all know, Nick talking hot. We ain't playing together on Sunday. You, oh, I, right. you about to light up with some random, and I promise you, you ain't getting a bucket off. 
Oh, you talking about? Oh, you talking about? Oh my mama! I bet you, you. Bro, I've been like the highest scorer every Sunday. I'm out there. I don't even want to hear. Not, not. I have been a bucket every time. Didn't I get you off the court? (laughs) Didn't I get you off the court last time? All right, bitch. Who was the who's the only person hooping on our team, bro? It was me versus everybody in the gym. I done got cooked. This man, Keith, was scared, bro. He knew. He knows I get tired. He waited for my fifth game. We got everybody off the court. I'm not trying to hear. Run it back and but I bet you you won't get a bucket on me on Sunday. Keys, I, I literally carried you our first week together. You I gonna get a bucket? Week. You gonna get a bucket this Sunday? Oh, I'm gonna because I'm not I gonna am help. A bucket. I'm a I'm walking not, bucket, Keys. All right, let's see. <laughs> hey, Dude, one about, thing I do is put the ball through the hoop, bro. How how did that work back in the day? I promise you, if I don't help, you not score. Bro, what? Okay. Get out of here. I don't want to go. <laughs> he knows it. You saw it. <laughs> you didn't even bro, I was saucing everybody. I don't want to hear it. They if I don't help, you not gonna score. When did you help? What did you help me with my bucket? With my bucket? I'm saying if I don't help on defense, you not gonna score. Oh, I get what you're saying now. I got you. Okay, right, we'll see. Thank we'll you. see. I'm glad. We no, got I disagree with you, but I thought you were saying. I, you how did how did how did it work back in the day? How many times did you score? When? Back in the day, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about <laughs> way back. You're talking way back. No, nah. it's different now. It's different. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're going. You're going back to little league, bro. I'm not even. Nah, it ain't different, big dog. I promise you, I'm not gonna help on defense. And you're gonna be lucky you get a shot off. All right. On, we'll on my mama, you'll be lucky you get a shot off. All right. I want to see Terrence, you line up. Terrence know what this defense look like. He didn't seen I'm it at the crab man. boil. We locked people up. <laughs> people, there, people there hasn't be, been there hasn't people, been one man line up against me that have been able to hold me. Less people than five. be people be talking. And every time they talk to us, we don't do no talking. We just pull up, we ask. Hey, yeah, I ain't going to talk. And every time someone done started talking to us, we don't beat them. So let the Lord be with you on Sunday. All right. I want to see it. <laughs> I'll be ready. Look, we're we going to make sure uh, anybody listening, we're we going to keep y'all up to date. We'll get y'all update. Y'all, you know, not on Twitter. We'll, we'll come in with the hot take first thing on Tuesday, talking about the uh, talk about this matchup this weekend. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and if the Ravens don't win next week, I'm going to be – even more salt. So Nick better. I'm glad Nick playing me first because if Nick was playing me and I got to watch the Ravens game and then go guard him, he definitely. Listen, if we don't beat the Jets, y'all might not even see me next week. <laughs> Nick, oh yeah, y'all lose it. Y'all got Chompa Bay. Listen, oh, I'm not, <laughs> even, I'm not even mad, bro. I don't, I'm not even mad. I don't got to worry about. It. I'm mad about the Eagles because we had a shot. I mean, this weekend. Hey, you know the crazy shit is I was betting on us winning this week because we was gonna have to see my homeboy. So I was like, well, fuck, what are we gonna do against some homeboy? Yeah. Ain't no Marcus Peters. <sighs> Lord be with us. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, y'all, we let this one run way too long, but we're gonna let y'all go. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you for watching. Uh, it's been covered yeah, with you guys. Later.